Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience and mostly daily podcast about anything and everything weather, science, along with earth science, and any other topic, too, that happens to float along that might be kind of interesting. I'm your host, Andre Berlinger. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio, and this is episode number 22 for Wednesday, November 7th, 2018. Well, we had what appears to be the second most popular episode in the new season of Weather Jazz, and we had it on Daylight Saving Time, and whether or not it has outlived its usefulness. And uh, a number of things came up since recording that, even in the short time that we did that, and I wanted to share that because uh, a little bit later on, after digging at it some more, I found out that the state of Virginia is also considering going on standard time year-round. There is some legislation, I believe, that is a pending review and perhaps being signed into law. Uh, there's a lot going on, obviously, with uh, the election cycle yesterday. So there is probably not going to be very much motion on any of these bills anytime in the near uh, future. But a lot of these bills are pending. And there is a uh, something in the state of Florida called the Sunshine Law, and essentially is the same thing, going on standard time year-round and forgetting the bounce back and forth between daylight saving time and standard time. They're just going to stay on standard time year-round. Again, other states have considered it in the past. Um, Idaho, the most recent, actually had it as a ballot initiative. Uh, It failed, and perhaps there was a lot of confusion about that, but... um, There are other states that are starting to come in line and uh, considering doing something. So we'll keep an eye on Virginia and we'll keep an eye on Florida and see what they do with the issue of daylight saving time, whether they ditch it, just like the European Union and many other countries across the globe, or whether it is kept. And uh, it's also interesting to see this happen. You've got to wonder how many states would do this before the federal government will step in and say, okay, let's just forget this whole thing. Standard time, year round. Now, I did open up the forum to you on weatherjazz.com. And uh, I received three responses, two from one uh, person and uh, another one uh, uh, on another separate idea, which I found fascinating. Let me read those to you before I go into today's topic. Well, Rose Moore uh, said uh, earlier in the morning at 8.36 a.m., she says, the only thing I like about it is the extra hour, but then I go around for weeks with jet lag, and in the spring, we lose that hour. And she simply says, do away with it. And at 8.57, just before 9 o'clock, uh, she had a very humorous quip uh, right under that. And uh, Rose said, I changed my uh, or every clock in my house, and I still don't feel younger, uh, which I thought was actually brilliant. And uh, Rose continues, I think back to the days when the computer was young, and Bob and I had to call our grown boys in twice a year to reset the fancy new clocks and wristwatches that came emerged. 
Worst of all, I who love the sunrise now seem to have a hard time waking up in time to see the miracle of uh, the birth of a new day. Perhaps I shouldn't blame it on the time change. Perhaps it's actually the age issue. And she also said, good podcast, friend Andre, which I really appreciate. Rose has been a, uh, a wonderful friend for many, many years. And Barb Zhu has, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, had an interesting uh, take on this. And she says, my 16-year-old daughter and I were talking about this the other day. We both think we should split the difference on the half hour and do away with changing time. Obviously, that can't happen, as we would be on the last half hour. And there are pros and cons to either daylight saving time or standard time being all year long. That was an interesting thought that Barb had. Split the difference and call it a day and just keep it there the whole time. But, of course, we'd be on the half hour while the rest of the United States would be at the top of the hour, uh, which would present, obviously, some uh, problems. All right. uh, We're going to close Daylight Saving Time. If any more comes up, if there's any more news I hear uh, about, I will certainly put it aside. I've got a file folder, a manila file folder that's with me all the time. Anything I see something interesting, anytime I see something, I print it out. I put it in the file folder for a future episode of Weather Jazz. And certainly, uh, a reminder, I love email, and if you have a suggestion for an email or for a, a podcast, a suggestion for a topic, uh, or if you run into an interesting article and you want me to see it, just email me the link or email me your suggestion. It's weatherjazz at yahoo.com. Weatherjazz, one word, no spaces, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. All right, let's talk about the cold because pretty soon we're going to see our first accumulating snow, at least for some places on Saturday morning. And uh, that may be somewhat limited in scope, uh, but it will come with a big drop in temperature. And then later on in the uh, midweek period, early to midweek period of next week, a larger system may bring a larger chance for more real estate to get involved in that first snow category. But today, I don't want to talk about snowfall. I want to talk about the temperature issue. And we're going to see temperatures very much below normal. Normal high temperature right now, about 50. And we were below normal today. And we're going to go much, much below once we hit Saturday. And the transition will come on Friday. Looks like temperatures will slide into the 30s and kind of stay there for at least three, four, five, six days, maybe seven, eight, nine. Uh, It depends on that, uh, uh, what happens in between the cold shots something that we will keep an eye on. But let's talk about the longest stretches of uh, November time period where the temperature remained under 40 degrees. In other words, 30s and under for the daily high temperature. And the longest stretch was actually a very contemporary uh, period and year. It was just four years ago, 2014, from November the 13th until November the 21st. We had nine days that we stayed under 40 degrees. Now, get this. I'll read the temperature, the high temperature, the nine days. The highs were, in order, 
33, 32, 33, 34, 32, a high of 18, very cold air, bouncing back up to 34, then 27, 24, before finally hitting 40 and going higher than that. In that nine-day period, it's an interesting exercise and, and probably came to your mind, too. Hey, well, what about the snowfall in that period? Because it's under freezing in a lot of these days. Well, in that nine-day period in 2014, we had officially at Hopkins Airport over a foot of snow, 12.4 inches. Number two, seven-day stretch was in 1997, which had 7.7 inches of snow. And then we have a tie for third place, 1996, and in 1943 with a six-day stretch. And both of those had some snow. But the 1996 period had 17.1 inches of snow. That's a lot of snow. Two of the days had uh, seven and seven inches, respectively. Uh, But in 1943, that uh, same six-day stretch, only 5.8. But the bottom line, when you have this many days below 40 degrees for the maximum temperature, you're going to see some snow. Uh, Even the the five-day stretches, one in 1995 and one in 1951 tied, had about two and a half to three inches of snow on average and in total. So there you have it. Um, I've got some other stats, but rather than throw all of that your way, I'll just let this digest. It is very possible that we will go five, six, maybe seven or eight days without seeing a high temperature of 40 degrees. We will keep you posted on that. The first day of that happening will be, uh, in all probability, uh, Saturday, Saturday of this week. And once we get into the 30s, we're likely to stay there for a good chunk of time. Well, I hope you're having a great evening. hope you're getting ready for winter. Um, I put my driver markers out uh, yesterday. They're all ready to go. I've got to get uh, three more. One has, has a reflector only on one side, and somehow I lost two. Where they go, I don't know. So it's kind of like the the giant Charlie Brown kite-eating tree. Somehow there's a giant uh, driveway marker-eating firebush, must be, that are just taking these things and just uh, having lunch. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, But I put mine out, and this would be a good time this week before the weather turns sour on Friday and Saturday to do some, uh, maybe your outdoor Christmas decoration, because the weather, uh, for the long term, really not looking that great in terms of for a window that's going to warm up really nicely. We're in a cold pattern right now. That's going to be tough to break this pattern, at the very least, until we get uh, into and through Thanksgiving, which is, can you believe it? About two weeks away. Wow. Have a great night, everybody. We'll catch you next time right here on Weather Jazz.